this glossary for me as a personal glossary of words, real and imagined, as a lens to see my way through the chaos of modern life and maintain a sense of meaning and happiness. I know that's wordy, but that's okay. Here are the words that I'm going to break down. A glossary of words important to me right now at this point in time. I'm going from A to Z, from ambiguity all the way to zigzag, and I'm going to talk a little bit about each of what these things mean to me and maybe what they can mean for you and what you can take away from them. A few caveats. First off, this is not a design presentation. You won't see cool posters, dope illustrations, or shiny, sparkly videos that I did for commercial clients. Two, this is a very personal framework for me. It's in no ways meant to be ideological or dogmatic. It is something that is mine. And like I said, hopefully you can take something away from it for you. Three, I am not here as a representative of my employer. This glossary and everything I'm about to say about it is purely Adam R. Garcia's copyright 2022. So far, so good. A. Ambiguity. Literally, the quality of being open to more than one interpretation. Ambiguity is the unknown. It's all of our individual tomorrows. It's what's around the corner, what other people might be thinking. It's the whole reason I have a glossary at all, so that I can help navigate ambiguity and stay oriented towards what I find meaningful. If you think everything's going to go as planned, then you're definitely not paying attention. And that's exciting. Uncertainty is part and parcel of this fleeting thing that we call being alive. Learn to embrace it. Heck, maybe even develop a creative framework of your own. You can evolve through ambiguity into the next version of what you're going to become, maybe when you graduate. And that leads us to B, becoming. The exhilarating fact that you are always becoming the next version of yourself. Your definition of you is supposed to change, I promise. If it doesn't, you may be doing it wrong. I know many of you have been working through your bios for resumes and portfolios or for websites. Remember that you might be a different person tomorrow. Don't sweat it. Pay attention to what you can do now for your bio. Get it up and move on. I know that process of contorting your entire being into a small container of words can be damn excruciating. But don't be afraid. You're different. Tomorrow. Adapt. Transform. Grow. 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 C. Connection. What we all just went through the last couple of years and are still going through is a mass crisis of disconnection. We are disconnected from our friends, family, our loved ones, in many cases, disconnected from ourselves. But take solace in the absolute fact that connection is now your job. Collaboration, solving problems visually, communicating complex ideas in accessible ways are now, I hope, some of your newfound superpowers as graduates from this school. Those of you with an artistic bent will find that one of the great roles of art is creating connections where they did not exist before. Stories that connect us to new perspectives, images resonating with newfound meaning, or poetry that generates a fresh, unforgettable gravity to a word that you thought you knew. You are relentless facilitators of connection. D. Doing. Yesterday at PSU I was chatting with Shuji and Gage 
to seniors about what the words creative director means and what the role means, and perhaps aspirations for them to be one one day. I somewhat rail against the term as it's become a romanticized, glamorous title. Hell, you can get a crew neck at Urban Outfitters with creative director embroidered in a sensible font on the front for like $49.99. Do not be seduced by such commodification. Y'all are better than that. I suggest you don't let a title be your goal. The harsh reality is that titles are hollow if the work that you do is hollow. Instead of the role, focus on what you do. Let your actions, intentions, words, and your work define you. Titles will follow. E. Ego. Eco. In psychoanalytic theory, the ego is the part of the mind that gives us a sense of self that differentiates us from a greater group. Without ego, there is pure conformity. With too much ego, there is megalomania. You. Glorious you. At the end of the day, you are always, always, always part of an ecosystem of human beings, family, community, and society. You'll find that good folks that you've been sitting next to all these years at school become your colleagues in studios and offices. You're going to start businesses together, hire each other, recommend each other for roles years from now. Look around you. You are part of an ecosystem of support and energy. You are each other's scaffolding as you continue building your creative lives. F. Fiction. Now, for the record, I, I love facts. Don't get me wrong. Facts are more important now than ever. But for the sake of this lecture, I'm talking specifically about science fiction or speculative futurism. In particular, those things have always been an important part of my personal process, my praxis, and my thinking and approach to the world. When William Gibson, the author of Neuromancer and coiner of the term cyberspace, was asked by a journalist how he was able to guess the future, he replied, I'm not a prophet. I just study yesterday, I pay attention to today, and I guess what might happen tomorrow and tell stories about it. Speculative futurism ties our past through our present to a future that we cannot create unless we first imagine it as fiction. G. Golden Threads I like to imagine that we're all connected by, like, glowing golden threads, weaving a latticework of cosmic light through each other everywhere. I know it sounds a little woo-woo, but hear me out. They get harder to see in some cases, especially when covered by our own biases and prejudices, but they're there. These threads can be uncovered and delicately plucked with questions, dialogue, and conversation. Beware your assumptions, for they fray the threads, and over time they will make it more difficult for you to see them at all. With enough cynicism towards other humans, You'll find yourself standing alone, surrounded by only faded, dim, and distant threads, just out of reach. H. Hyperobject. Philosopher Timothy Morton coined the term hyperobject years ago in reference to ideas like climate and ecology, structures that we can sense pieces of, but of which stretch across space-time and of whose causal factors are so manifold, so vast and unknowable in scale that the human mind can't comprehend the factors throughout history or space itself. I like to extend Morton's idea to more human activities like the state of art, politics, and interpersonal relationships. Everything is a result of us coming through history to be here now, and there are many, many factors that have gotten us here. 
To remember that enables me to have a more nuanced perspective and never think of things in black and white. I. Interesting. Now, imagine the word interesting not as an adjective, but as a verb. The act of interesting is being open, curious, and engaged with the world in a new way, like, I'm going to walk around the east side and go interesting today. Imagine it like a game. Give yourself an hour of being attuned to your environment with a new set of eyes and ears and intentionally learning about as much as you can. Through this kind of creative exercise, you can transform into like a voracious creature of unbridled curiosity. Try going interesting. J. Joy. Now, joy sounds a little corny, right? Like almost archaic. It reminds me of uh, Christmas music, fake frost on a Macy's window, sparkly cardboard letters hanging above a Christmas tree, right? Wrong. Joy is cool. And you, now more than ever, need to give yourself permission to feel joy. There's been so much darkness the last few years, and y'all, with your grit, tenacity, and resilience to see through this exhausting thing called college, have become the next version of yourself, a graduate. Rejoice. Feel joy. You deserve it. That leads us to K, kindness. It's just a reminder, mostly from me. It's hard feeling kind all the time, a world of such extremism. It's easy to see each other as enemies. I believe that people are good. And this K word is a reminder of that. L. Liminalia. Liminal means in-between or transitional space. We always want to get somewhere, but that place is never final, and there is a great comfort in accepting that change is constant. The word crisis comes from a word meaning decision in Greek. Life itself is made of a long chain of choices that you will make, and crises, big and small, that come along with what it is to be human. M. Mattering. Mattering is the state of all things as having relative relevance, even if said thing may not have relative relevance to you. It's a, a resonance towards other entities, other contexts, and the understanding that even if insignificant to you, anything can have intense meaning to somebody or something else. It matters, even if you don't know it. I used to play a a mattering game where I would look at an object, like, for example, a neon sign hanging in a restaurant window, and I would try to think of what it means to different people. To many of us here, designers, artists, illustrators, we might focus on the beautiful glass loops of letters and the soft red glow. That might be what we care about. An electrician may fixate on the heavy transformer on the back. What's the wattage on that thing? A restaurant owner may only care about how much it costs, how long it'll last, and if it says open as clearly and legibly as possible, while a worried parent of a small child will see the frayed outlet plugged into the wall at a precarious 16 inches above the ground. Different things matter to different people in different ways. It's all about perspective. N. Narrative. Stories are one of the fundamental ways that we apply meaning and order to our lives. Humans are meaning-making machines. We're constantly in a state of narrativization, creating the causal this-then-that's and everything happens for our reasons or it was meant to be's. 
Your bio itself is communicating a bite-sized version of the story of you. One thing that has helped me through my career, or whatever this thing is I'm in the middle of, has been to be reflective on formative moments and try to distill some kind of nugget of gold from each that I can hold up and say, this is what I took from that. I found that the act of reflection constantly has not only been cathartic as a process, but has created a narrative for me as a creative individual over time. Stories are your anchors. Stories are your wings. Oh, output, input. I'm a believer that all things are input, whether intentional and active, like researching for a project, or more passive, like watching reality TV in the background while cooking or listening to the din of a coffee shop. They're valid input to be processed and synthesized. This input all goes through the filter that is you as a creative person in the world with a distinct point of view that could be distinctly yours, and output becomes your actions and your work and your words. And in that sense, you become a kind of P, prism. And now, again, <laughs> one of my favorite quotes by Argentinian author Jorge Luis Borges. Two aesthetics exist, the passive aesthetic of mirrors and the active aesthetic of prisms. Guided by the former, art turns into a copy of itself, of the environment's objectivity or the individual's psychic history. Guided by the latter, art is redeemed, makes the world into its instrument and forges beyond spatial and temporal prisons a personal vision. Yesterday I met with a senior named Leon Victorio. Leon's work was a visual and conceptual exploration of what it means to be a Filipina immigrant in America, to be differently abled as Leon is legally blind. After hearing a bit about her story, all the work had a different meaning. Her work was thoughtful, powerful, full of history, but distinctly modern, striking and aesthetic, and could only have come from this single person. It could only have come from Leon. Leon is the epitome of a prism. Good job, Leon. Q. Questions. Questions are your friends. Questions can be scary to ask, and there's humility in being able to ask questions when you feel ignorant or afraid or like we should already know something. I personally like feeling like a perpetual amateur. Questions become my greatest assets, my greatest tools. R. Reapproach. Time and experience change your filters. You'll find that there may be a movie that you loved as a freshman for a certain set of reasons, but if you rewatch it again on Sunday morning as you lay in bed, the way you input it is going to be different as your lens has evolved to become something different. In the last couple years, I've started playing the guitar, and now all music sounds different to me. I understand chords now, understand harmony, layers of rhythmic structure. They've become something that I knew was there before but never knew how to hear. Approaching everything as if you're experiencing it for the first time enables you to engage from a place of openness. S. Synthesis. Synthesis is what happens when two or more things come together to create something new, greater than the sum of its parts. The combination of ideas to form a theory or a system, the ideation process, collaboration, dialogue itself, conversation is a natural synthesis mechanism. As a prism, it's what happens as input turns to output to create something new in the world, through us. T. Thankful. 
Don't forget that the fact that we get to be here waxing philosophical and that you have access to all the weird anime that you want and that if you really wanted to, you could have made your senior thesis all about unicorns is a huge privilege. For some of you, the toughest decision you may have to make in the coming years is whether you're going to ally your metaphysical self to a swoosh or three stripes. And that is not a diss of any sportswear brands, only a recognition of the intense privilege that many of us face just being here. I, for one, am grateful. You, unfolding. If interesting is a kind of infinite game of believing that everything is worthy of curiosity, and mattering is accepting that all things resonate with relative meaning, then unfolding is the process of knowing that nothing is really superficial or just two-dimensional. It's pulling back layers to discover. It's done by questioning. I like that the term unfolding is gentle, it's not violent, it relies on keeping the unfolded object as a whole and not removing pieces in the process of discovery. The author Tal Ben-Shahar says that one of the keys of happiness is a kind of deep engagement with the process. It's reaching a flow state where time disappears and there's a profound connection with a subject. This is unfolding a process of intentional discovery about attention, perspective, and I may go so far as to say, love. V. Value. The perceived importance or relevance of something is its value. It relates to standards and behaviors as well. Think of the things that you value, what you feel is important. As you begin your career, do not put aside the things that you believe as you search for a place to ply your craft and get paid. You will be surrounded by companies and agencies that create slick, beautiful, incredible, vacuous, wasteful, and ephemeral work. Be wary of when your values don't align with those who give you the money that you need to exist. W. Wander. The derive is a revolutionary strategy from the theory of the derive by Guy Debord, a situationist. He calls it a mode of experimental behavior linked to the conditions of urban society, a technique of rapid passage through varied ambiances. It's an unplanned journey through a city in which the participants drop their everyday relations and let themselves be drawn by the attractions of terrain and the encounters that they discover along the way. I like to think that serendipity can be intentional. In fact, I have a three-step guide to serendipity that I'm creating as a downloadable brochure. I'll let y'all know when it's finished. X. Ex nihilo. Ex nihilo comes from a Latin term meaning from nothing. I'm pretty sure it's biblical, but we're going to refrain from getting into that. In the creative industry, as artists, writers, developers, designers, remember that nothing comes from nothing. Ex nihilo in our industry is a fallacy. Ideas do not come out of thin air, and concepts that may be radiantly original always have reference points. This all goes back to the idea of synthesis. Most ideas that are seemingly original and brand new, once unfolded, will be seen to have a few other ideas put together in a relevant time and space to make something that feels real in its context. And speaking of space, why? Yifu Tuan. My only proper noun, deservingly so. Yifu Tuan is the name of a Chinese-American geographer that created a subset that he called humanist geography. It's about how we orient ourselves to the world. 
In his book Space and Place, Perspectives of Experience, Yifu talks about the difference between space and place, and it's all about meaning. The idea is that space is abstract, undifferentiated, and becomes place as we know it and imprint our experience upon it. Place is space that gets endowed with a value. Think of that idea of space, place, and imprinted value as you enter this new phase of your life. You create your own landmarks, and you create your own winding path through the ambiguity. You'll probably find that it takes the shape of a Z, zigzag. Zigzag is the path that most of us will inevitably t take through life. It's rarely a straight line, and what happens next is never expected. Equip yourself with the ability to be flexible and open, adaptive, willing to go in new directions when needed. Hard branches snap. Bamboo bends but stays strong, or so they say. Now, these words are mine, but do you have your own glossary? Where are you going to prescribe meaning, and what do you value? What are the things that help guide you through the ambiguity that is and will be every moment of every one of your days along this zigzagging journey called life? Play, question, support each other, and unfold your world. Thanks, y'all.